Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras, episode number 145. Now, in case you missed it, we got a crazy snowstorm here in the Northeast. Today is Wednesday the 15th, the day that I am recording this episode, but yesterday, just 24 hours ago, we got 36 inches of snow over the course of 24 hours. So basically, Monday night, all the way through Tuesday night, it snowed over an inch an hour for 24 hours straight, you guys. It was wild. And I have some video to prove it. I sort of documented, as I do, <laughs> I took some video that I really want to share over on Instagram, but I don't have any internet presently. And so I've been having to go today. I made our first like official trip out of the house to the next town over to my friend's cafe where they miraculously had power and internet. Um, we don't have power, uh, but we do have a generator that I'm really hoping you can't hear in the background of this recording because it's so aptly positioned right outside my office window. So if you hear this dull buzz in the background, my apologies, it's the generator. So this snowstorm hit, I basically spent all day yesterday shoveling snow in shifts like with my husband trying to, he was using the snowblower that wasn't really cutting it. It just was not cut out for this super heavy, thick, wet snow and shoveling. And we live on a cul-de-sac, a dead end road. And so unfortunately we're sort of last on the list to get plowed. On top of that, the snow was so much so fast and so wet that it started to accumulate as you can imagine on trees and branches and power lines and I mean it was crazy we I have a, a scanner where you can hear the police uh, not the police but the um the emergency frequencies. And so I was listening to all of the calls for the ambulances and fire and public utility and police. And like people were just getting called everywhere for trees down on wires, trees on houses, trees down on cars with people inside them and wires. I mean, it was, it was wild, you guys. We luckily didn't experience any of that, but we did have some trees come down on our road, which meant that we weren't getting plowed out. So wild and crazy stories. I will share some of those videos over on Instagram. So make sure that you follow me at find your ultra. If you're curious about the shenanigans that went down. But that whole experience provided a really interesting opportunity to talk about today's topic, which is training curveballs and how to deal with them. Because this snowstorm landed on a day when I was supposed to go for a run. And, you know, I was trading text messages and social media comments over on Facebook and Instagram with people that are like, yep, got my got my cardio in today, shoveling for 12 hours. And, and that's all well and good. But, you know, when situations like this happen, it can sort of mess with you in terms of your cadence and your routine. And now when am I going to get my miles in and how do I reshuffle my schedule? And so this provided this perfect opportunity, like I said before, to talk about curveballs and your training and what to do about it. Okay. Because the, the simple fact is that life is going to throw you 
curveballs in your training. Now, whether it's a massive snowstorm or it's a work meeting or your kid gets sick or you have to travel or you're going on, like you got an amazing deal on this like spur of the moment vacation and you're just going to take it like everything and anything you get sick. I mean, like the, the options abound you guys, but despite your best efforts, you're not going to be able to control everything just like I couldn't control this snowstorm. So that means that you're going to have to figure out how to recalibrate and adapt. And when I when I started to think about like how I would handle this situation, I came up with three things that I think you guys should all know that will help you to set yourself up for success and manage these curveballs, okay? So first is have a plan that allows for life. All right. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast episode. And then, then Sarah, who you've heard on the podcast went and made, um, a quotable, like quote card (laughs) from something that I said and shared it over on social media. Sarah, if you're listening to this, you have to make that shareable so I can show it with everybody. Uh, because I think you have a private Instagram account, but I can't share it. So I would love to be able to share that. Anyway, you have to have a plan that allows for life. Okay. So instead of sort of following the, I'm going to, I'm going to say old school, but just this like previous mentality of cramming your training into 12 or 16 weeks, which is kind of how they roll in the road running realm. We're going to talk about making it 20 or 24 weeks. And for some of you, you're probably thinking like, that is just bonkers. (laughs) But I think as you start to get into the world of ultras, you'll see actually it makes a shitload of sense. All right. And especially if it's your first ultra, you don't want to be trying to cram that training into 12 weeks. It's just not going to work, you guys. So don't even bother trying to do a 12 week training plan for an ultra. Okay. (laughs) I'm just looking at the note I made about this and I'm I'm going to laugh cuz this is this is what I tell myself. Um give yourself ample time to fuck up. <laughs> okay? If you give yourself ample time to fuck up, then you've got ample time to work with, all right? 12 weeks is not enough time. 2024, 20, that's ample time for you to make mistakes, to go off course, to have life happen, and for you to recalibrate, adapt, and get back on track without effectively losing time. All right? So plan for life to happen. Okay? Not 12 or 16, 20 or 24. That's your very first step. Okay? None of the other steps matter if you don't have this one in place first. Okay? Step number two or thing number two that you can do to help when life throws you a curveball in your training is to be flexible. Now, my fellow type A people will find this hard. And me as a currently trying to reform and be better type A person (laughs) had a hard time with this as I got into ultras initially because I was very routine. I still am very routine and and regimented and I like things a certain way, but I also recognize the value of being flexible. All right. It can be challenging on some days, but practicing this during your training will come in so handy during your race, you guys. I cannot stress this enough. 
You never know what you're going to encounter on race day. And if you're too rigid and you only do things one way, that's really going to hurt you during your race because that one way might not be possible. So you've got to be flexible. You've got to be open to new thoughts, new ideas, new ways of doing things, new routes of getting to where you want to go in order to keep going. And being flexible during your training when life throws you a curveball is a great way to practice. All right. So that's thing number two. Thing number three is this little phrase that I like to remind myself of. in addition to give yourself ample time to fuck up. But thing number three is knock down seven, get up eight. You guys may have heard this one before, and I can't remember who to attribute it to, but it's basically like a boxing or a martial arts reference, meaning like every time you get knocked down, get back up. So no matter what round it is, every time your training gets derailed for whatever reason, don't give up, get back up. All right. I've found that the best way to do this, the best way to get back up is to go to your plan, whether that's online, on a spreadsheet, in on a calendar, in a notebook, whatever it is, and just re-engage with the plan. Figure out if you've got time to make it up, whatever it was that you missed during that same week, because remember, We're working on a week by week basis. We're not trying to shuffle things to the next week and stack and try and just make up for missed workouts. If you can get it in during the week it was scheduled for, great, make it happen. But if that's not gonna happen, then you've just gotta let it go and keep moving. Bob and weave, if we're gonna continue with this random boxing analogy here, okay? So knock down seven, get up eight. Just go back to the basics, go back to the plan and your calendar, re-engage with it, look at how you can shuffle things around on your schedule to make it happen, all right? And honestly, you guys, just keep after it. Just keep after it. If you don't give up, then you can't fail, literally. The only way you're gonna fail in this pursuit of running your first or your farthest ultra is if you, if you give up. So if you keep after it and you don't let it slip through far, too far through your grip, through your fingers, right? Like say, so the, the long and the short of this story is that like this snowstorm happened yesterday. Today, I was able to get out with Vela, with my puppy for two miles. Now, was that the original run that I had planned for yesterday? No, but it was the best that I could do under the circumstances. The roads were shitty, really. I mean, they were like, (laughs) this is a class in meteorology now in like snow. Um, There was like a layer of ice underneath the slush underneath the fresh snow. And so ironically, actually, my husband just bought me a brand new pair of Cthulhu micro spikes, which are fabulous because my old yak tracks completely shit the bed the other day. I have a picture I'm going to post also. They just exploded. But I used the new spikes and they were amazing. Um, But I really couldn't do more than two miles. Number one, roads. And number two, safety. The wind and the weight of the snow on the trees was, uh, I mean, it was like probably not the safest conditions for, for me to be going out there. But I needed to get out of the house and I needed to get the win of 
banking this run so I could keep my streak alive. We talked about that in a previous episode and I could continue to engage with my training plan and not miss anything. Like, yeah, I was probably scheduled for like four or five miles. I got two. And then I came back and I did 20 minutes of strength training, which wasn't necessarily programmed for today, but it was my concession for not getting the remaining miles and not being able to go to the gym. They don't have power, can't run on the treadmill there. So I did some strength training here in my office, in my workout room, same thing. (laughs) All right, so you just have to keep after it. Can't let it slip too far through your grip and don't beat yourself up for missing or having to skip a day because something happened. All right. Just work with what you've got. Look at the calendar, look at the schedule, shuffle things around. And I point you back to thing number one on this list, have a longer training plan, have 20 or 24 weeks so that if things happen, you've given yourself room, you've given yourself ample time to fuck up and get back on course. Okay. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to be, if you need me, I'm just going to be here. They don't expect that they're going to restore power to our neighborhood until Friday at six. Did I mention that it's Wednesday at 4 (laughs) p.m.? So I'm going to have to get creative and uh, probably drive to my friend's cafe to upload this episode. So when you hear it, I will hopefully have power back, but who knows? Um, Yeah, that's all I've got for you guys today. Training curveballs and how to deal with them. Remember, give yourself ample time, have a plan that allows for life, be flexible, and then knock down seven, get up eight, all right? Oh, wait, one more thing. I just wanna remind you, ladies specifically, that if you haven't already joined my private Facebook group, Run Your First 50K, Get over there and do that now. We're really going to start to ramp up the conversation, the discussion, the interaction that's happening over there. So I don't want you to miss out. So just go to Facebook in the search bar up at the top, type run your first 50K, look for us under groups. You'll request to join, answer the questions so that we know how to help you and you're in. All right, that's all for this episode, you guys. Enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. 